Thank you for joining us for another episode of Way to Heal Utah. Happy 4th of July, everybody. It is that time of year, and we're going to talk about it today. And joining me on this episode of the podcast, we have Brett Mackiff from the HEAL program, Laura Holtrip-Cole, also from the HEAL program. It's a HEAL trifecta because we have Laura, Brett, and we have Brenda Rawls from the HEAL program. Hi, everybody. It's good to Hello. see you. Hi, Dave. It's so fun to have you guys on, and it's so crazy how fast this year is going by, but it is time for Independence Day. It's this weekend. This is a fun weekend. There's, I mean, I don't know anybody who looks at this schedule and says, mm, not feeling it, just don't want to do it. No, this is the best one. You get a chance to be outside. You get a chance to hang out with your friends of yours. You get to have good food. I mean, come on, this is a great time. Family Things get friends. to blow up. I mean, that makes everybody happy. And for most of us, we don't have to be at work. What's not to like? The 4th of July is such an easy time to kind of let ourselves go for a few days, whether it's not being active, whether it's maybe eating not the best things, but it is possible to have a happy Independence Day celebration and still get your activity in and not eat horribly. Well, and it's fun because the types of activities you do when you're with family and friends and kids and all that are so different than the type of activity you do if you're just on your own saying, I just got to get some activity in. I got to go for a run, a walk, a bike ride. But think about the things you do when you've got family reunions. You've got People that are sitting around going, well, what are we going to do? In my family, we had family reunions that had, uh, they were held at a little local park in central Utah. And we played a lot of softball. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not good at that. That's (laughs) not a pretty sight. You want me in the outfield, like the deep outfield. But it's interesting because you start learning a lot about your family. But it doesn't have to be so organized either. In fact, I think that's the best part. I always look at The types of activities you do over the 4th of July are those things that are going to help keep the kids happy, engaged, not suffering. Because, I mean, they don't always like the same things that adults do. So we play the games that kids play. I mean, when was the last time you did a good uh, game of kick the can? Okay, that sounds really old. I'm sorry. Wow. You really did yourself there, Brett. I did that. We I I had a little... uh, circle that you know i grew up in and yeah we literally played kick the can there's but a red light green about- light capture the flag hide and seek i mean what are the other things that you know really get in there and i love what brett is saying because you can be physically active with you with your playing with your kids or your family you don't even realize you're being physically active and it's so beneficial you can be super organized if you want. There's always the three-mile races and everything around that you can go and participate in. And that's great if that's what you want to do, but that's not what you have to do. True, true. And even better, it's a chance if you do have some of the extended family. Maybe you've got grandparents with you. Maybe you've got tiny kids with you. Maybe it's a chance for them to teach each other the games. I mean, yeah, we had some pretty rip-roaring games of badminton. I mean, it is essentially in my family, a contact sports. But, you know, we do love watching how grandma and grandpa would teach us the games that they would play and how similar they are to what we're doing now. So, I mean, honestly, it's a great way to do it. They don't have to be super structured. You don't have to be out in the heat for very long. If you need a break, boom, you just come in. It's not like a nine innings of baseball. You, you can walk in whenever you want. So there's lots of ways. And when you're out in that heat and you come in, what's the first thing you're looking for? Something to cool yourself off. So you're looking for a beverage or something refreshing kind of food or something. And Laura, I know you've got some ideas for this. Yeah, well, I'm glad your mind first went to drinking, Dave, because staying hydrated, especially when it's so hot, is so important. 
not just, I mean, well, obviously for our health, but also just to keep your energy up, not get cranky or crash before the fireworks happen, which I don't know, maybe we can crash before the fireworks happen because they start at 10. <laughs> but um, yeah, you want to come in, um, you want to be drinking a lot of water. I think we all know that. And focusing on refreshing beverages that don't have a lot of sugar in them. So maybe it's a nice iced tea. Do people still make sun tea? I made sun tea last weekend. You can do that with herbal tea or classic black tea. Sparkling water. We've all seen those on the shelves just explode in, in that category of variety. But also, I think we can stay hydrated by just eating a lot of fruits and vegetables. They're all over 90% water. And so, yeah, you can dig into that watermelon bowl. There's a reason we call it watermelon. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but when you start looking at the stats, at the percentage of water, all fruits and vegetables are over 90% water. Even the ones that don't really seem like, eh, I don't, this doesn't seem very watery. Still lots of water. So it's a great way to stay hydrated. For me, my favorite thing, if I'm super hot, is nice cold pineapple. And maybe that sounds weird, but man, that is so good. Oh, yeah. And pretty soon we'll be getting the peaches and the plums. Mm -hmm. Actually, for the first time this year, we had two people share with us cherries, which are just coming yeah. on now. Yeah, they're in season. Yeah. And it's fun because fruits can be that red, white, and blue. So you can be festive and be fun and creative without food coloring. You have blueberries, you have watermelon. Um, watermelon feta salad, I feel like, is a staple for 4th of July. Blackberries. There's a lot of berries that'll work. You can be festive. That's pretty easy to do. If you're struggling with something white, yogurt. Yeah, definitely. Or um, throw in a veggie, depending on what you're making. I just started buying jicama. Oh, yeah. Which is this really like boring looking vegetable. It's just like a kind of a tannish ball. Crunchy, <laughs> right? Yeah, you yeah. take, the, take yeah. the peel off like a potato and then they're, they're nice and crunchy. And they're fun to say. Jicama. Jicama. It looks like jicama. Yeah. Almost as fun as to say is kohlrabi, you know, I mean, but hey. <laughs> kohlrabi. <laughs> so lots of things you can come in and do to refresh yourself, right? But then that also, I think, leads us into the other part of this topic is you don't have to eat horribly on the holidays. You don't have to have the really super fatty meats on the grill. No, you don't. Definitely not. You could choose a heart healthier option like shrimp or some other fish. Shrimp is great with shish kebabs and can be a pretty good way to feed a crowd. It's easy. It can be pre-cooked, so easier to keep it safe. And yeah, I don't know. And maybe I'm unique, <laughs> but um, I think in the summertime, we really crave lighter foods and crunchier foods and may not miss the richer, fattier foods if we try something new. I know that I tend to lean towards a lot more salads in the summer, but we always want to grill. And since we have a master griller in our presence today, Brett, what can't we grill? It can really all go on there almost. You know, I do have issues. Anything can and probably should be either cooked on the grill or at least have a visit to the grill for a little bit. I mean, I've cooked everything from the classic burgers and dogs and, and steaks and ribs and all the wonderful things, but I've mentioned it before. I like to grill angel food cake. I've heard you say this. <laughs> and I'm a huge fan of it because you, you, you look at it and you go, how is that going to work? 
but there's so much sugar into it that it's going to crisp up and caramelize really nicely. It's a super low fat way to do it. It's sweet. You know, it's easy to store. You don't have ice cream dripping down your hands after it. It's amazing. It's, it's good stuff. So the answer is, I don't think you should be able to skip anything on the grill, except for beans, really hard to get, you know, to keep them from falling to the grill. And it's a good, good thing to remember the safest way in terms of not forming those cancer producing compounds when you're grilling is to marinate, marinate with herbs and spices beforehand. And that helps slow that process down. But Dave, I thought you were going to say Brenda was our grill master. I've heard rumors, but they're unconfirmed. Brenda? Confirm them, confirm them. I have never tried grilled angel food cake, but it sounds really good. And when you were talking, Brett, I was thinking, but it still feels like I need some nice light ice cream to go with it. So I I was just, yeah, I was just thinking about one of our coworkers who actually makes her own brand of ice cream. So she takes bananas that are kind of soft and not brown yet, but just starting to turn a little brown, chops them up and puts them in the freezer. And when they're frozen, she puts them in the blender and blends them up. And it is so good. It tastes like ice cream. It feels like ice cream. And it's all fruit, very light, very good for you. Delicious. So I think that would be a good compliment to World Angel Food Cake. That's amazing. We actually do that because I, I have this really bad tendency to not get through all my bananas in a week. And so I have these sad little brown, black looking bananas. And I'm like, I don't want to just throw them out. And I'm not a big fan of just making banana bread every week, but I do that. We, we stick it in the, in the freezer and then we just blend it on up. It's amazing. And I, I've always thought, I mean, how much banana ice cream can you really eat? But I recently found out you can make this banana ice cream any flavor you want. Like I saw a recipe for mint chip and apparently you can't taste the banana. Mint chip is like one of my favorites. It probably is my favorite. So that sounds really nice. There's a challenge for us this 4th of July weekend. I'll try the banana mint chip nice cream. All right. We want a full report next time on the podcast. I, I see it now. Hashtag banana ice cream challenge. Here it goes. Well, I think the bottom line here is there's really no excuse that you can't have a really enjoyable 4th of July celebration and you can get your activity in. You can snack and enjoy food without eating the really terrible stuff. There's ways to do all of this and remain healthy and keep it yummy. Yeah. And make sure we need to remember the most terrible, horrible food is food that makes you sick because you've left it out too long. So really the easiest rule of thumb to think is you, food should not be left out more than two hours, especially when it's hot out. Yeah. Let the baking happen in the oven, not under the sun. All right, Brett, what are you grilling this weekend? We've got the crowd coming together for some burgers. We've got some corn. I love to grill corn. One of my favorites. I love to do that with a little bit of the cotilla cheese at, at the end. Love that. But we're going to be, we're going to be doing some swimming. We're going to be going out and playing around. Got the, got the frisbee out, got the, the volleyball net. And staying in the shade when we can. Brenda and Laurie, you got big plans? Um, my, my family doesn't make plans. <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> but we will matters. find our fun. I'm <laughs> sure we'll get outside, maybe go on a short little hike and um, grill something good. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. And I'm with Laura. We don't have a lot of plans, but I do have a trail that goes behind my house. I'm very fortunate to have this. It's a walking trail. And I see people walk up and down the trail all day long. And I'm so envious because I'm not out there with them. So I think I'm going to try to go to the trail on the 4th of July. Excellent. Wear your sunscreen. I will wear my sunscreen. 
That sounds like a lot of fun. Yes. And make sure you don't forget your sunscreen, no matter what you're doing, you're outside having fun. You don't want to be paying for it the next three or four days as you peel off all the pain. So Rhett's pointing to himself. You can't see that, but I know from way too much experience. All right. Well, I hope you all have a wonderful, happy independence day. Go out there and celebrate America. Thanks for joining us today. It's been great to have you guys all here. Thank you and happy fourth. Thanks, Dave. And we'll see you next time on A Way to Heal Utah.